Hi, my name is Sophia, and this is I Am Soma, Nectar of the Gods, uh, your channel for all things metaphysical. And I am so excited to be here today sharing with you regarding our new moon, which began this morning, early in the morning at 6.57 a.m. on the eastern coastline of the United States. And I brought up the chart so that I so that you can follow along with the amazing alignments that have been imprinted as a result of the moon and the sun coming together. Many people say it's the dark of the moon and there's no moon. There's actually a moon. There's always the moon. The moon doesn't go anywhere. However, because it conjuncts with the sun, it comes together with the sun, and the sun um, is available for us to see during the daylight. The moon and the sun are together traveling across the daylight sky and we can't see the moon because the rays of the sun are so bright that they overshadow the the moon itself this is a conjunction reminds me of the word conjugal right there's a there's a communion between the sun and the moon and the sun and the moon represents aspects of our personality of life on earth in general right so the moon is cooling it's receptive it taps into the subconscious that level of awareness which is not readily available right because it's subconscious right we're operating from that level based on the impulses in our nervous system but we only cognize them when we think. And that is a more emissive, active aspect of our thinking process. And that is attributed to the solar energy, to the sun. So the sun and the moon coming together, fire and water, right? Imprint for the lunar cycle, a specific energy and the energy this month is the energy of Capricorn. Now Capricorn is an earth sign. It's a cardinal sign An earth meaning that it is earthly. It is of the earthly creative sphere. It is an energy that we can work to mold, right? Our creation here on earth at the concrete level of expression in things that we can see we're building where the earth signs are building signs, buildings, the creation of things that we can see in the manifest world. And Capricorn is all the signs are the sign initiate us into a specific realm of possibilities with Capricorn, we're looking at action. We're looking at Capricorn naturally rules its domicile is the 10th house. And the 10th house is the house of action. It's the house of karma. And um, it's the house of our calling in the world. Many say that it's the house of work. And that's because it's ruled by Saturn. And Saturn is the taskmaster. Saturn is the, is, is the strict professor. Saturn is the energy where we check ourselves, right? Often when we speak of 
the planetary energies in our solar system, we speak of them in ways that would tempt one to believe that they're taking action for us. And that's not the case. And that's a misunderstanding, right? The energy is energy, is frequency, is vibration, and is there for your use. It's how you use that energy, right? The energy is present all the time. What makes astrology a very practical science is that it allows you to have knowledge of the vibratory forces which are predominant during a specific time so that you can align your goals and your life in a way that uh, that melds with this energy so that you can direct it. It's not directing you, you're directing it. It's available. And if you're not aware, then it'll do what it does based on the um, activities that you're involved in and you know, you might get an impulse, someone triggers you, and then you do something that goes against your nature, and that checks you, that checks you, right? Because we live in a in an amazing universe that's going to give you your own, right? There's a feedback loop that we have with the environment, and until we get ourselves right, sometimes what it returns to us are things that we don't want, but if it's there, it's because there has been an alignment within you with that specific energy at some at some point in time capricorn very precious energy to work with and as you will see here right before the new moon which took place as i said previously at almost seven o'clock this morning on the eastern coastline we have venus rising we have Mercury rising and we have Mars rising. So already in the environment, in the in the field of fluctuations of, vibra- of vibration and frequency, we have an energetic potential of with Venus, beauty, diplomacy, charm. Venus, very interesting fact about Venus. Venus doesn't chase. Venus attracts. It's a magnetic force that brings to itself what it desires. And it does so by aligning with that energetic force and potential and receiving it. It's the concept of gratitude at its greatest, right? When we're grateful for the possibilities that exist at every moment. And then you shape that possibility by giving life to the desire in your spirit. That's the energy of Venus. And quite interesting in the Vedic tradition of knowledge, which is not Hinduism, Vedic, Veda, Vedic means Veda and Veda means knowledge and it's consciousness itself. In the Vedic tradition of knowledge, uh, Venus rules the Asuras, and the Asuras are the desires, and the desires are sometimes less than what we um, would want for ourselves, right? Like, you can really become obsessed and compulsive about desires, particularly with Venus in a placement of fire, which is in Sagittarius. As you can see here, Venus is at 15 degrees in Sagittarius. Sagittarius is a very adventurous um, energy. It's It rules higher knowledge. It rules higher education. And 
at the level of our earthly life, one could say, oh, it rules over, you know, dogma and doctrine and belief systems and philosophy. And it does. But at a higher level of understanding, this is the expansiveness of appreciating the value of consciousness as primary, that consciousness is everywhere. And we are the creatures on earth that can direct that consciousness towards specific purposes with the spirit of our heart and the intention of our soul. And if you are not tapping in at that level, then the desires and the obsessions and the compulsions of a fiery Venus that is thought by the Vedic seers to actually rule over demons, not demons like bad or good, just energies that are perhaps counterproductive to your purpose, right? That can also happen. But that energy is lively and it's already enlivened within our physiology desires before if you're if you have not gotten up by seven o'clock in the morning or even even if you are because the energy is everywhere right the energy is omniscient omnipotent so we're working with this energy before we awaken in the morning we also have the messenger of the gods mercury rising before this new moon mercury messenger you're receiving remember you have you are a vessel on earth and we receive impulses, frequencies, energetic potential into our nervous system that allows us to tap into the connections that are present in our neurobiology so that these impulses come up as, as thinking, as thoughts, right? And so you may have a hunch about something. You may wake up in the morning and feel inspired. Definitely a, Sagittar a, a, a Sagittarian impulse, inspiration, enthusiasm, unbounded enthusiasm for, for a perception that is visionary because it's ruled by fire, Sagittarius. So we have Mercury there there also, and that's a divine energy to have both these planets. Although they are actually, they are within eight degrees, no, 12, 13. Okay, so they are outside of an orb of great influence on each other. But these two lenses, the Venusian lens, the beauty, the balance, the diplomacy, the charm, the magnetism, Right. And the energy of Mercury, the intellect, the thought process, the directive to understand. Right. And to open the doors of perception in your mind. Very, very beautiful here with Sagittarius, because Sagittarius is philosophical and it really wants to hone in on the wholeness of the inspiration. And then we have Mars rising also, again, here now um, before the sun and the moon, and it's in the sign of Capricorn. Capricorn, Mars is exalted in Capricorn, and Capricorn, um, the directive of Capricorn is to build. And Mars, the which is exalted in Capricorn, as I said, the directive of Mars is, Mars is like the surgeon, it's the warrior, spirit within all of us. And we all have an area in our life where we feel that passion, that desire to, 
to accomplish, to do something. And in Capricorn, it's also the surgeon, the surgeon with the scalpel. And so in Capricorn, it is going, Mars can, this is how you can use the energy, right? It's simply energy, but you can direct it through the power of your mind and your heart. The heart is incredibly powerful so you sit and you sit with your with with your goals you sit with your desires and you establish for yourself how it is that you can move forward during this season where these energies are available to you mars will allow you to excise whatever is holding you back Capricorn is the mountain goat. Capricorn is going to get to the top of the mountain. Here you have an exalted Mars that will allow you to carve your way through that mountain and make it to the top no matter what. It is an incredibly potent force of, of life to harness and to partner with. If you want to know more about where these energy lenses of life, right, the Venusian energy, the Venusian lens, the mercurial lens, mercury, very witty, very quick, right? It's going to give you the message like that. Act on it because that's that's first align, right? You have to bring yourself to your center and when you receive the information that you've been waiting for about any particular endeavor in your life, that's the time to go and act. And you have that force with you because Mars is also rising before the sun and the moon. We have Capricorn right here, sun and moon and Pluto. Wow. This is, this will be the last new moon. This is the first new moon of the year. So Happy New Year. This is a sign of true beginnings, right? And um, we have the sun and the moon exact at 20 degree. Very powerful. Here we coalesce the directive of Capricorn to build. How is it, you know, where's, where's, where's your foundation? Where which house is Capricorn? And if Capricorn is in the first house, as it is at the rise of the sun, it's about your identity. If Capricorn is your second house, it's the house of of wealth, of sensual um, experiences, of of money, the money that you make from the work that you do. If it's in the third house, it's about communication. If it's in the fourth house, it's the house of home, mother, emotions. If it's in the fifth house, children, creativity, um, children, creativity, romance. If it's in the sixth house, it's the house of health, the house of service, the house of pets. If it's in the seventh house, it's the partnership, it's the association, it's how you're going to move through the power of and the energy made available to you through Capricorn to build something, to build a partnership, to build a, 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 a way forward. If it's in the eighth house, it's the house of the occult, it's the house of astrology, actually. It's the house of revelations, inner revelations. It's the house of hidden enemies, it's the, or actually open enemies. Hidden enemies is the sixth. It's the house of open enemies. It's the house, and any enemy is an enemy within. We manifest what we are, and that's not 
only the case when it's convenient and it's beautiful and flowers and hummingbirds. It's also true when you attract to yourself people who are less than what you desire and you wonder how they got into your space or what's going on in your subconscious, what's going on inside of you when you're not paying attention. Right. And this is when this is where practices that help you to harness your inner life, such as meditation, yoga asanas, pranayam, all these Eastern practices that have been reawakened during our lifetime and available to everyone, right? How's your exercise routine? How's your journaling going? Do you have a vision board? These things are super important in helping you to get clear so that the minutia that usually comes and sets up a home in your mind can not have the space to exist because your focus, your focus on where you're going. So the last house that I mentioned is the eighth house, the house of of open enemies, the house of the occult, the house of secrets, the house of other people's money. And then we have the ninth house, the house of higher knowledge, of tapping into the divine, of being in a devotional space in your heart and in your spirit. That then uh, after the ninth, we have the tenth, which Capricorn rules the house of the calling, the Dharma in your life. So the eleventh house, the house of your tribe, of gains, of attracting into your life the things that you desire to make your dreams come true. And then we have the twelfth house. If you're, if this Capricorn is in the twelfth house, you seek solitude, seek communion with your inner self, seek. Um, to engage in activities that are not necessarily open for public review. You keep your, keep your business to yourself, mind your business and then keep your business to yourself. Don't be, don't go out there broadcasting everything that you're doing and you know, the, the, the intimations that are alive in your spirit, keep that to yourself, keep a journal, write them down, light a candle, you know, really set the stage for your life to flourish. It's not necessary to post everything on Facebook or Instagram or, and if you're spending a lot of time on social media, particularly with Saturn now at rising in the third house and Pisces, this can really, you can lose yourself in the ocean of the collective at this time. Saturn rules boundaries, which is, and, and what we create. Right, which is its rulership is in Capricorn. It's currently in Pisces, and Pisces is the sign of the collective consciousness. So, if you're in the collective consciousness and it's water, and Saturn is not very happy there, because how do you create with water? Water is fluid. So, you really have to grab a hold of your emotional body, which is the water, the the essence of water. Right? Is how we impress upon this ocean of consciousness through our emotions, how are you going to build in that space? And the way that we build in that space is by going back into spirit and harnessing the energy of our spiritual values to move and create the life that we want. If Neptune is in Pisces, Neptune rules the media, Neptune media being film, you know, the uh, many factors about the internet are ruled by Neptune because it's the illusion. It's also escapism. And um, Saturn, remember, rules 
is the Lord of the of, of the tenth house, which is actually Capricorn that is rising at this time. So how are you building in that space? And luckily, in the Vedic tradition of knowledge, of knowledge of astrological inner knowing called Jyotish, uh, Capricorn is the Makara, right? So it's half, you can say it's also in the ancient times, it was, it, it, its avatar was a unicorn. So one pointed focus on your, on, on where you're going. One fo- pointed focus on the fact that you're the boss, right? One pointed focus on the direction forward. In Pisces, and there is a nice alignment here between Mars and Saturn. You can see that here is a blue line. So it's a sextile alignment, if I'm not mistaken. Let me look at this real quick. It's a, and the alignment is also with Jupiter. So we have an expansion, a concretization with Saturn. The expansion is Jupiter adventure the big picture and Mars cutting the unnecessary activities out of our life is possible because it is placed in Capricorn and Capricorn is all about the directive of how you're going to make it to the top of the mountain in that area of life that is ruled by Capricorn in your own chart. And I went over that first, second, third. So look for the house that Capricorn is in your chart and you will you will immediately be able to assess and set a path for yourself during this lunar cycle. We also have Chiron. Chiron is in the third. So our communication is coming, may come. It depends on your directive. It depends on your intention. The energy can do anything to you that you're not willingly allowing it to nest on, right? So there's... There's Chiron represents the wounded, the, the wound, the, the wounded warrior. It's a centaur, right? It's half half of its body is man, half of its body is 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 a horse. And so, and it has a wound, it's the wounded healer. So where is that wound within your spirit that you can have more compassion for instead of anger? instead of creating a shadow of it where you don't accept it and it rules your life, where it allows you to lash out at others. It's Aries. Aries is the sign of me. You know, me first, me second, me third, me, 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 me. That's the Aries directive. It's a sign where the where the springs springs forward, right? So it's a sign of the awareness of consciousness. And so we're out and we're giving life to what presents itself. And, and that's that's the energy of Aries. We also have the North Node there, which is directly opposite of, of Venus, I mean, of Libra. And so me and the other, and the other is always a mirror of yourself. So who are you calling into your space? What is showing up in front of you? These are all indications or signs of something going on within you. 
So recognize that the other is a part of you. And when you're more compassionate and more self-loving, then you can extend that same power and that same energy to those who come into your space. I remember when I first began to appreciate what this knowledge meant in terms of defining my life. And I suddenly started loving everyone. You know, I, I would speak, oh, everything's so beautiful. And people would come into my space and I could recognize that that was a reflection of a part of my inner life. And so I gave it the compassion and the love and I healed it. And many of these folks disappeared from my life as a result, but new people came in that were aligned with the love and the compassion that I was experiencing. And that's possible for all all of us because it's simply the way the energy works you know it, it's not foreign to you it's who you are and how you direct it is what's going to bring you your due by the full moon which happens in the first week in february and i'll be back for that um and then we have at the at the fourth house of the home and 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 family and well not family necessarily but the mother and jupiter there also in the fifth house in taurus as you can see that's right the fourth house of the mother so the communication is with um with aries so communicate with love communicate with love to yourself you can't you can't offer others what something that you're not yourself and when and when that does happen it's called pretending and it doesn't come through genuinely. It's not authentic. And those of us who are anchored in our inner truth can see it. Those who aren't can't see anything. They'll just walk into walk into a disaster and not know that there's a disaster going on. But those of us who have been practicing self-awareness, self-compassion, self-love, self-care by practicing these technologies of consciousness that are readily available to everyone in our time today. Um, so in the fourth house, there's going to be change. Change is going to be sudden in the areas for everyone. This is the energy coming through at the time of the new moon, meaning that this is the energy that the directive of the moon is being imprinted with. There's a penetration of the directive of the sun, the masculine energy. And this is before organization of sex. This is feminine and masculine, not having to do with the female and the male, but the conceptual idea of a masculine force which is directive, right? Penetrating. It's um it's it, it's it's an action oriented. And then the receptive energy of the moon, which is receiving the imprint of the sun at that moment, based on what? Based on the constellation, the backdrop of star systems and galaxies that are behind the sun at the moment of this new moon. And what do we have there? We have the directive of fixed star systems from Babylonian times, one of them called Fomalhaut. And the directive, this is a very beneficent energy. It is one of the archangels, actually. And it allows, it allows you to harness if you place your value on your inner life and on the silence within, it allows you to harness ways of knowing when you come back out into activity that direct you, that guide you, that protect you. And this is why meditation is so important to drop into that silent space 
at least twice a day for 20 minutes while sitting comfortably with the eyes closed and just allow the thoughts to go and move and come back to your inner silence, come back to your breath, come back to your inner peace, come back to your heart. And so, and so it is. And so here we have a month that is chock full of opportunity for moving your life, for initiating new activities. Remember, Capricorn is a cardinal sign. So it initiates. This is the time to clean up your space. This is the time to back on board, back on board with my goals, back on board with the things. And if you want to get clear about your goals, sit with your heart in silence. Whenever your mind escapes with a thought, come back to the silence. Remember that the Pisces energy is alive because the ruler of this new moon is Saturn and Saturn is in Pisces. Neptune is there, which rules escapism, drugs, addictions, obsessions, compulsive behavior. Obsessive compulsive escapist behavior. Okay, Saturn is there building with this water that's just like slipping through its its fingers, right? The way to con- to bring some shape into this is by becoming the vessel, becoming what it is that you want to bring into your life so that you can harness that energy within the vessel that it's your body. You have to, Capricorn, builds it creates foundations it creates the scaffolding it creates the it creates creation so become a vehicle for its expression tap into the emotional realm of your existence be honest with yourself about those emotions offer those that no longer serve you for cleansing in the waters of the Pisces directive, which is the birth of the Christ consciousness, is compassion, is, is, is self-knowledge, is knowing that you and the potency of the frequency present at every moment are one. And from that place, come out at the world and be the boss because Capricorn is going to help you every step of the way. Okay, I think I'm done for now. I'm so excited to have uh, recorded this. Please like and share and subscribe if you enjoyed this. And I will be back sooner than you can say the Capricorn season is over. Much love with all my heart. Take real good care of yourself and each other. Thank you. Bye.